Welcome to the Thrive TV Show with Lauren Parsons, helping you boost your health, energy, and productivity. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the Thrive TV Show. I'm Lauren Parsons, your host, and today I'm thrilled to be joined by Lorraine Hamilton, who is originally from Glasgow, now on the Kapiti Coast in New Zealand, and she is an author, speaker, and coach, and it's all about dyeing your hair purple. So welcome, Lorraine. Thank you for having me, Lauren. It's great to be here. And she's got the most gorgeous accent, which I'm sure you look forward to listening into. Uh, such a pleasure to have you with us. And we are talking about dye your hair purple sooner. And we're going to cover off how to live a Technicolor life, three keys to becoming the legendary leader of your own Technicolor life, and why Lorraine wishes that she had dyed her hair purple sooner. And I'm sure that's an analogy for lots of other things. So such a thrill to have you with me, Lorraine. Uh, before we get into all of that goodness, I'd love to just run by a quick fire round with you, if that's okay. Okay. Fantastic. So tell me, spots or stripes? Spots. Spots, okay. Beach or mountain? Mountain. Mountain, oh, interesting. You're near the beach, but mountain, perfect. Monopoly? Or There's chess? a story to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, chess. Cheers, nice. Hot drinks or cold drinks? Ooh, hot drinks. Okay. Would you rather go a month without your car or a month without the internet? Um, without the internet. Nice, okay. Live-in massage therapist or a live-in chef? Ooh, Live in chef. Mm, okay, nice. And would you rather visit Rome or Paris? Um, I've been to Paris, so I'll say Rome. Okay, nice. Fantastic. So Lorraine Hamilton is a purple head engineer turned executive coach, author and international speaker. She's on a mission to help unfulfilled high achievers redefine success and become the legendary leaders of their life without completely starting over. Through her private coaching practice, online programs, and soon to be released book, Dye Your Hair Purple Sooner, she shows people how to make bold decisions that serve the, the life that they actually want, not the one they've been told that they should have. So really exciting, Lorraine. So tell us really briefly, how did you get into what you're doing now? Um, I was an engineer for many, many years. And really, the shift happened when I had a manager who just hadn't been given the skills to be a people leader. So he was a great technical engineer but it was and and he he didn't know what to do with a female engineer so we're going back into late 90s and and really that kind of opened my eyes it was really debilitating for both of us so it wasn't like you th I think you think of of managers and leaders being bullies this guy wasn't a bully he was just ill-equipped to be a people leader and mm -hmm. and it just didn't gel. And so it was very, very damaging to me. I was very, quite unwell. And that's when I started to realize that leadership and, and motivating people is a completely different set of skills to being an engineer and being really good at your job. And that's when I started to get really interested into motivating people, coaching and leadership. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of a 180 degree turn for you then to go from engineering 
to then, you know, these deep and meaningful conversations coaching. How was that? Um, well, actually, it was interesting because I got to do both for a while. So I was in Scotland, had this experience that kind of ended my engineering career in Scotland. Um, quite, it, it was quite painful. Then we came to New Zealand. I had already been coaching. And then I came to New Zealand and I took another engineering role because I thought it would be good for settling in a new country. But I was really nervous about it, really nervous, but actually it allowed me to take all of my coaching skills into an engineering space and we transformed the culture in that business which was amazing and, and so poetic as well to be able to go back and do things differently with my team and have such an amazing result so we ended up the engineering team was leading the culture for the whole organization when I left which is not something you often equate with engineering so mm -hmm. um, actually it's been brilliant to meld the two together Wow, wow. And so you said you're going to share with us how to lead a Technicolor life. So first tell me, can you give us a definition? What do you mean by a Technicolor life? So this is also linked to my engineering life as well, is that there's a whole spectrum of I, I used to design mobile phone networks. So I was at what's called a radio frequency engineer. And that means that I'm dealing with things that you can't see. You can't see radio waves. And so for the whole radio spectrum, you really can't see radio waves, except for this one tiny little part of the spectrum. And that's where visible light lives. So every color of the rainbow lives in this teeny tiny part of this great big spectrum. And that's how I equate Technicolor life, your Technicolor life. It's about tuning all of the parts of your life to the perfect frequency so that it's like switching the lights on and that you're suddenly living your life. You're being bold, authentic, genuine, and you don't feel like you have to compare yourself to anyone, compete with anyone, and you can just be so sure of yourself and really love the life you have. And that's, that's what living a Technicolor life means to me. Mm -hmm. And so that begs the question, of course, how do people go from perhaps wherever they're at at the moment, perhaps not having that same clarity, to stepping into that? How do we do that? Well, you've nailed one of my keys. So I've got three keys to, to your Technicolor life, one of them being clarity. We just don't have the, the space to understand what's most important to us. And there's a whole lot of unpacking that has to be done, layers that need to be um, unpeeled around what are your values? What are you, what's your belief system? What's working for you? Um, what do you need to tweak? Because so many of us, just accept what our parents and our, our caregivers and our influencers have given us and told us what success means. And we never question that. So we go and we get the right job or we get the right degree and we get the right job and we buy the right house and we live in the right suburb and we have two holidays a year. And then suddenly we're like, is this it? So it's about asking those questions about what is it that's really most important to you? So clarity is a big piece of it. Absolutely. There's also, 
courage. You know, it takes courage to go against the grain and and really go after what you want. So being brave and, and choosing the temporary discomfort of change over the permanent discomfort of staying where you are. So mm. that takes courage. And then my last key is consistency. So the more consistent you can be or the more committed you are to taking some consistent action towards those, that clarity and courage, then the more you're going to get there. So clarity, courage, consistency. That's how you're going to get into that technicolor life. And I love that alliteration. And I think all of the wordy people are going, oh, I like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's fantastic. Now that really lines up with all of the things that I share as well. We're very aligned there because clarity is so key, isn't it? Mm. Actually knowing where you want to get to, how you want to look, feel, what you want to be able to do. The more clarity you get around it, the more you can move towards it. And so many of us go through life without that clarity. Or perhaps we had it once, but it's gone a bit fuzzy. So, yeah. So mm, and I think, I think you courage know, we... is something we need more than ever right now. Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, another a piece, of, if I can just step back to clarity for a moment, is also thinking beyond what it is you want. It's thinking, why do you want it? And really questioning what is the motivation behind it? Because it's so easy to get caught up in the, well, you know, success means I need to have X, Y and Z. Well, it's, well why? Why? What is that going to bring you? So I think, you know, deepening our questioning around what it is that we want and why we want it is so key as well. Totally agree. Yeah, I was intrigued, came to mind a moment ago to ask you, what is success to you, Lorraine? How do you define success? So success to me is living that technicolor life, being able to be bold, authentic, genuine, being able to look in the mirror in the morning and go, yeah, I like you. And that may sound quite flippant but for me and probably for a lot of your viewers it's not that easy to do and there's definitely been a a journey to get to that point for me as well so yeah looking in the mirror and going yeah you're doing what you you want to do creating a the lifestyle that I have. I live a location independent lifestyle. I can work from anywhere. I can be flexible. I can be available for my my kids, my family. Um, That's really important to me. It's something that I've worked towards for a very long time. And and then the, the you know, the, the the fun parts for me, you asked me whether I would be without the internet or whether I'd be without my car. I couldn't be without my car. I have a thing for cars. I have lots of cars <laughs> and I love them all. So, um, yeah, so so allowing me to have pleasure, freedom, flexibility and, and really feel confident and secure in who I am because for such a long time I didn't. Mm. Can we just dive into that for a moment? Because I'm sure people are interested mm. in listening, you know, hearing a bit more about your journey are you able to share, you know, what were some of the obstacles that you've been able to overcome on your journey towards getting this clarity and this courage that you so obviously have now? Oh, goodness. How long have we got? Um, yeah, I know. If, it's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> one of, the, one of the, the pieces that we were going to discuss, and forgive me for messing around with the, with the schedule, but um, one of the, the questions that we were going to answer was why I wish I dyed my hair purple sooner. Now, there's a story to that because the first time I actually dyed my hair, I was about 19, and it wasn't about... Um, anything to do like look at me or it had nothing to do with the technicolor life and um 
it had everything to do with I was trying to keep people away. So I developed this this persona of if I look a bit weird and funky, then maybe people will not come near me because I was scared of everything. I wasn't sure of myself at all. And, you know, you I would have, you know, difficult conversations with people. I wasn't quite sure if I was navigating the world correctly. So actually, it was a mask. It was about keeping people at bay and Mm -hmm. then coming through the the challenge that I mentioned with my manager and and really recognizing how damaging that had been. And that ended up with me seeking some help for that. So I really had to look at my model of the world and realize that I was very inflexible in my model of the world. I had just accepted everything that had been given to me. It's like, this is how the world is. This is what you value. This is what's important. These are the rules. And I'm a, I'm a good girl. You know, I, I'm, I like to follow the rules. I don't like confrontation. I don't like conflict. I'm sure this resonates mm-hmm. with a lot of your viewers as well. So I was doing all the things, but it really wasn't working for me. So it required me to have that courage to go and ask myself the questions of what is it that's important to me and, and fitting in how important is that to me? And mm-hmm. that was that's that's been a process of uh, of many many years to really be able to to chip away at that and test it. I'm an engineer, right? So I test things, and then I get yeah. the evidence, and then I test it a bit more, and then I get the evidence, and and that makes it safe. It makes it mm-hmm. safe to try and and move towards that technicolor life. So so for your viewers, if you're in that position that it doesn't need to be this grand leap from one thing to another. And we're all hardwired to stay safe. So finding ways to be able to test your boundaries in a safe way is a big part of this. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, that makes it sound so doable, doesn't it? It reminds me Mm -hmm. a little bit of James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, where he talks about the 1% change, you know, the 1% change that you can make and obviously you need some clarity to know where you're heading with that and probably some courage to add to that to make those small changes but thank you for sharing that story of you know where you were at and it's interesting that the way we present ourselves yeah, it can be a mask but I'm sure that the way that you have your hair right now for example creates a lots of interesting conversations for you does it spark lots of conversations people hire me because of my hair and it's <laughs> So whenever I enroll a new student to coach school or I take a new client, obviously we think, oh, and how did you find out about me? Or why did you um, engage with me? Oh, your hair. And I'm like, really? You know, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been, you know, deeply qualified. I have a body of work. I, I have substance. Sure, you're, and you're hiring me because of my hair. Can you please explain that to me? And, and really what people, what they're really saying is, is that I look at the way that you have your hair. It tells me that you're not afraid to live life on your terms. And I want that. So they don't necessarily want hair like mine, but they want what that represents to them. Yeah. And I think that letting go of worrying about other people's expectations of you and actually doing what you feel is right is such a key thing. And it came to mind a moment ago as well when you were speaking that incredible Dr. Zeus quote. Don't don't we all love this of Dr. Zeus quotes? You know, 
why fit in when you were born to stand out you know and so I just speak that over everyone that's listening in today that so often you know this happens to me as well there's sometimes we just think I've just got to fit in because of all the societal normings that we're used to you know but actually there's so many ways that we can stand out in small ways not in a way that's going to push other people down or offend other people but in a way where you're just standing up for what you love and for what you're naturally good at and using your strengths and talents and uh, we just need more people in the world that are sharing this message Lorraine so thank you for all the work that you do that's amazing do you have any stories or client stories or examples of you know that you want to share with us about the life-changing examples that perhaps you've witnessed for yourself or with your clients It's, it's such a range and, and every single story takes courage. So whether it's, it's someone who is for the first time sharing in a group. So I have a, a group program that's called the Purple Hair Revolution. And, and it's, it's filled with people who are on their journey. And some of them are doing the most amazing things. They're starting businesses. They're leaving relationships as they work through this work. But on the other side, there are people who are sharing their feelings for the very first time in a group. And that is equally as courageous, I think. So yeah, over the course of many, many years, I've been doing this work since 2006. So um, many, many relationships have, have been left, and many jobs have been left, many businesses have been started, many books have been birthed. But really, the, the real core gift to me in doing this work is that my clients are able to see that there are other options and see that there are alternatives and feel like they have the strength and the power to 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 find them for themselves and to go after those things so yeah i mean there's some amazing successes but i also think that those those smaller steps are just as powerful Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, and that's those that that come that third word of commitment that's so key, isn't it? Just that small commitment when you wake up in the morning yeah. to think, what can I do today that's going to make today amazing, or what's one small thing that you can do to step towards whatever it is that's maybe been on your wish list, your dream list, your bucket list. So I encourage everyone that's listening to think about that and what's one very small commitment because I really love that. I think that's so critical. It's great for us to dream mm. big and think big and have all those wonderful ideas to start the ball rolling but to make it happen we need to take those small steps don't we mm. yeah and taking small steps is is I, I think of it as um a little bit of a, a brain hack so yeah we need the inspiration we need that emotional goal because that's going to keep us motivated through the tough times and we mm-hmm. need to have a plan because you know our cognitive brain likes us to have a plan and the steps but actually it's those teeny tiny little steps that fly under the radar of our primal conditioning and our fight flight mechanism and that's Mm -hmm. the thing that gets in the way so often so by actually breaking things down into those tiny little steps that you think might not seem so significant you're going to get so much further by committing to doing that than the people that are trying to take great big leaps because at some point 
something's going to challenge them and it's going to set them back. Whereas you can be, it's a bit like the, you know, the tortoise and the hare. Yes. But it works. Absolutely. That's amazing. Hey, thank you so much for everything you've shared, Lorraine. Just really inspiring. And I know that lots of people will be thinking of those words, you know, clarity, courage and commitment for the rest of the day and the rest of the week. So if people wanted to find out more or get in touch with you, where's the best place to find you, Lorraine? So I call it my digital digs. Um, so you can find me at lorrainehamilton.net. .net, fantastic. And if you are just tuning yeah. in, listening to the podcast version, and you want to see the beautiful, gorgeous purple hair, which I'm sure you do, <laughs> make sure you head to thrivetvshow.com and you'll be able to see the video version and get all the links down below as well to connect with Lorraine. So if there was one final question that I can ask you, there's one final piece of advice you'd love to give to our listeners and viewers today, what would that be, Lorraine? Well, it has to be metaphorically, dye your hair purple sooner. Nice. Fantastic. And the book will be out soon. So look out for that. The links to that will be okay. below. Thank you so much, Lorraine, for your time, for your wisdom, your energy. It's been really amazing to connect with you. We actually realized that we don't live that far apart and we've sort of known each other's <laughs> online connection. So amazing, amazing to meet you today and to be able to share this episode with everyone. So thanks so Thank much. Thank you so for much, Lauren. Thank you so much to everyone for tuning in. That's been another episode of the Thrive TV show. Go out and thrive. Thank you for listening to the Thrive TV show with Lauren Parsons. Visit thrivetvshow.com to access the show notes and discover our fantastic bonus content. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next inspiring episode.